0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the In-Situ Health and Fitness Podcast.
1: On today's episode, we are going to be answering 10 questions submitted by you guys.
0: Yes, question times. Thanks again for every single person that submitted a question. We are starting to get a lot of questions, which means we're getting a lot of new listeners. So if you are a new listener, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give us a like and a subscribe and drop us a comment. Uh, if, you, if we missed a question, or if you got a question, or if you think we answered the question wrong and you don't agree with our answer, make sure you hit us up in the comments. If you're listening, as always, reach out. You can head over to a website. You can find me on Instagram at Jack L. Graham and- I
1: am at Mac underscore Institute.
0: So hit us up there and we can continue the conversation then.
1: Okay, before we get into the serious questions, the listener questions, I prepared some rapid fire questions to help get us in the mood, to help get you guys in the mood for questions and answers.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Are these submitted by listeners as
1: well? Negative. Okay. These are just completely random. I guess it's gonna allow everybody listening to get to know a little bit more about us right. as well. Okay. Um, so the aim of the game is I'm going to say two things and you have to pick one or the other as fast as you can. Right. Okay. I've got 10, I just Googled them, they're just 10 random questions okay. off okay. the internet. Sounds like fun. Okay, ready? First one, work or play? Play. <laughs> Love or friendship? Love. Money or happiness? Both. <laughs> you have to pick one. Money. Okay. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Winter or summer? Winter. Morning or evening? Morning. Salty or sweet? Salty. <laughs> okay. Do you watch shows at one episode at a time or binge the whole season?
0: Um, I'm going to have to say, oh, I don't know,
1: 50-50. Okay. I'll accept that one. Do you shower at night or in the morning? Both. Would you rather fly or have super strength? Oh, that's a good one. Fly. Really?
0: Strength isn't going to accomplish much. True. Where you can Unless fly you anywhere. want to go
1: out and be a hero. Yeah. Okay. But still. Take take the board. <laughs> you I'm player two. <laughs> I'm player two. <laughs> All right.
0: Would you rather find your dream job or win the lottery? Dream job. Easy. Uh, Physical strength or mental strength? Mental strength. Mm -hmm. Are you an introvert or an extrovert?
1: Introvert. (laughs) Mm.
0: A night out or a night in?
1: A night in, 100%.
0: (laughs) Uh, Expensive presents or homemade presents?
1: Probably homemade.
0: Do you kill Bugs you find or take them outside?
1: Depends on the bug. Can that be my answer?
0: I guess so. (laughs) Um, Do you prefer driving or flying?
1: Oh, flying.
0: Mm. (laughs) We've probably done more driving together anyway. Than flying. Um, Would you rather travel to the past or the future?
1: Neither. (laughs) If I had to pick one, God, I don't know, that's really hard. The future.
0: Mm.
1: Who mm. cares about the past like it's done, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess you know, but still would be, would be really cool to go Either back. Either would be cool, yes. It would be cool to find out where we're actually going instead of where we've been. Yes. <coughs> um, where are we at? Do you prefer social time or alone time? <laughs> alone time.
1: I'm fun though, I swear. (laughs) All
0: right, last one.
1: Okay.
0: I don't know what you're going to answer on this one. Are you more a thinker or a doer?
1: Ooh. Ah, I don't know. Gonna be both. (laughs) Maybe, what do you think?
0: I reckon you're a thinker. Obviously, I'm a thinker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Answered that question. Okay, now for the serious questions.
0: All right, so these questions are submitted by you guys. Excuse me. Spilling water all over myself (laughs) as well while I'm trying to drink it. Um... So these questions are submitted by you guys. If you want to get another question in for one of these Q&A episodes, make sure you hit the link in the show notes. You can submit your question. You don't have to have your name or anything. You can just put a question in. A few of you have done that and that's completely fine. As always, if you want a good detailed answer, the more detailed the question needs to be. So yep. all the info in the question and we can give you the best answer possible.
1: Cool. Okay, number one. Going back to the gym has made me sore as I'm older. Muscle recovery takes longer, unfortunately. It would be great to know what is a normal recovery time and what is not a normal recovery time. Mm. This is a fabulous question.
0: Good question. Do we know what older is? It's
1: Leanne. Leanne B.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Good question, Leanne. Thank you for that one. And yes, unfortunately, as you get older, it is harder to recover. And I don't think there is actually like a normal, I'm using quotations for those listening along, um, time period for recovery or how sore you should be. It's gonna be different for everybody. I guess we could just talk about recovery and making sure recovery is the main focus as well. Um, It would be interesting to know what sort of workouts you are actually doing so I can um, guide you from there. As you get older, there's two things that you need to focus on that um, go into recovery quite a lot. So protein, obviously, we talk about it all the time. Protein is very important, and as you get older, your body can't synthesize protein as well as when you were 20. So when we're in our teens, especially going through all the hormone stages, our body uses protein to rebuild, or basically build your body really well as you get older, it doesn't. Mm. So protein needs to be the biggest focus. And again, I'm not talking about just muscles. I'm talking about brain, skin, eyes, hair, organs, ligaments, connective tissues, all that sort of stuff is made up from protein. And when you work out, you're deteriorating your muscles, connective tissues, putting putting impact on your bones, all that sort of stuff. So that's why protein is very important. And, that's why it should be the main focus second is water again as you get older unfortunately this is just a part of being human it's not one person or the next it is every human being on the planet you lose the receptors to indicate thirst
1: oh yes i forgot about that was
0: it the receptors or anyway i can't recall it right now but as you get older, that urge to drink or that thirstiness, I guess you could call it, diminishes. So you need to build the habit of making sure you drink at least two and a half liters of water every single day. So whether you're thirsty or not, it's, it's disregard that. So like I said, as you get older, that diminishes. So you don't want to drink as much, but you still need as much water. Uh, it's, and again, it's more important than ever as you get older to drink more water. Um, Did I miss anything there?
1: I don't think so, just those two points.
0: I'd say sleep as well.
1: Would you recommend like an amount of like training sessions per week or an intensity to be aiming for maybe? Yeah, look,
0: um, I guess this is just a blank. This is an age thing. As I always say, you shouldn't be pushing as hard as you possibly can in every single workout. Uh, Everybody should just be working unless there's a goal and you're trying to be a a, some sort of athlete and most of you aren't that are listening so disregard if you're trying to be an athlete disregard this next comment but everybody should just be working at say 80 percent effort in every workout you don't need to go over that to get any health benefits Uh, even if you're trying to look better you don't need to push harder than that Uh, so if you are pushing harder than that you're almost you're causing more damage to your body for not many gains. So if you need to, bring the intensity down in the workouts and that is gonna determine how many times you go a week. So if you are pushing it, say 80 to 90% in your workouts, I'd only recommend one or two of those a week. If you're only doing 50% effort in a workout, maybe even 30 to 50%, you could almost do every single day because it's not high intensity, it's not impacting on your body, It's not taking away a huge amount of energy every single day from your body to do its other functions like recover. So you can do that almost every single day. And that could just be a decent paced walk at 30%. Um, So, yeah, look, there's no reason why you can't work out every single day. You've just got to manage it like we always talk about in uh, in this program, in this podcast. So... Just not high intensity every single time you go to the gym. Just You can take it easy and go to the gym and just have a good steady workout and still get benefits. Mm. Um, yeah.
1: So to answer the question, <laughs> prioritize protein, focus mm-hmm. on hydration,
0: mm-hmm. get some manage good sleep.
1: intensity and improve sleep.
0: Yeah. Just, yeah. And obviously it's gonna be learning curves. Um, I know Leanne sort of had a bit of a break there from the gym and got back into it, which is great. So it might just be a a time period of you just adjusting to see, you know, how your body reacts to different types of intensity, different types of workouts. Yeah, you might stuff it up one day and be super sore for a few days. That's okay. Just don't do that again. Yeah. It's just a learning curve. And again, that's not just an age thing. That's a every age thing. Yeah. Mm.
1: Cool. Good question. Okay, the second one, which we don't really talk about very often, is an effective or some of what are some effective strategies to combat sugar cravings and maintain a quote unquote, clean diet?
0: Hmm. Good question.
1: Yes. Do you want to start or should I start? You go, you go. I feel like since moving to Melbourne, since meeting lots of new people, since going out and just doing things. This is the, I hate the word clean, but this is the least clean our diet's been in a long time. And I find personally and with clients, the more foods that I eat that are full of sugar, the more foods I want that are sugary. Well, that's for sure. Right? So when we have like the occasional, like usually on a normal basis, we would maybe go and have a coffee and a cake once a week or once every two weeks. Yeah,
0: it was probably once a month there.
1: In because there's nowhere to go for coffee and cake but now since we've been here we try (coughs) to do something together or with friends where we go and get coffee and cake because Mm. it's i like to make it more of an experience rather than just having it for the sake of having it um but yeah i just find definitely the more that we have the more we want it more and i think it's really important to not put so much emphasis on trying to cut it out so like often like we have it in and then like the mentality is i've been eating shit for the last two weeks i'm just gonna c- go completely clean and cut everything right <laughs> that's the mentality but then that leads to the, like a rebound effect and then you end up binging and eating stuff so instead of cutting it, like all of the sweet stuff out that you're eating i recommend trying to just add in more food when i say more food i don't mean more sweets and stuff until you feel sick i mean like more fiber-rich foods, so more fruits, vegetables, like real food. So if you just focus on adding more, then one, you don't focus on trying to limit yourself or avoid other foods, and two, you're going to feel much more satisfied and full and be just be able to make better choices about the sweet food because you're not starving and craving sugar all of the time, right? Mm. Also, I find... I feel like, I know the person that asked this question, but they didn't put their name in, so I I won't say it, but I know that it can just feel like easy to choose these foods. And when you're eating not even just sweet processed foods, but just processed foods in general, it's just really hard to fight cravings because your body is lacking nutrients. So it is screaming at you for like the fastest way to get some kind of energy, right? Because you don't have all of the nutrients that you would get if you were eating a wide variety of fruits, vegetables, and meats. Mm. So just also think about, I guess, why? Why do you feel like you need it so badly? You know what I mean? Um, there's probably an underlying cause that maybe you need to address.
0: Yeah. I, I Yeah. <laughs> Two things. Okay. I agree um, on that last part. Just... A lot of people just have cravings and go, well, I'm just going to satisfy that craving
1: mm-hmm.
0: without thinking about why. So just take that second, think about why you have that craving and it's going to be more beneficial because you're going to, oh, okay, I'm not, I don't actually want that chocolate bar. I just want something to eat. I'm bored, or...
1: tired, hungry, sad, <coughs> emotional. <laughs>
0: so take the time and understand why you have that craving. Um, second, a lot of the time this comes up with conversations with in-person clients because they always go... Oh, Starving the other day, I got to some time in the afternoon, and I just had this, this, and this. And they're like, I just, it just happens. I'm like, well, have a protein shake.
1: Mm.
0: Like, get a chocolate protein. Like, you get your favorite protein shake flavor. Like, some people like the banana flavor, strawberry, whatever your flavor is. Get that protein shake and have that protein shake when those cravings happen. Um, because sometimes it could just be hydration. Sometimes it's just you want something to sip on. Like you said, it could just be boredom and the protein does kind of fill you up a little bit um, and it can satisfy you. And then you go, "Oh, well, I don't actually want all those other calories in the chocolate bars or cakes and that sort of thing. So a lot of time I just say in that, have a protein shake. Um, It's very compared to a cake or a muffin. It's very low in calories. It's satisfying, it's protein. Um, so yeah, that's one tip I give my clients all the time when yeah. they say that, that they're struggling and they have those bad, bad times. So just have the pro- even if you have the protein shake with something smaller, again, it's just gonna be a little bit more satisfying.
1: Yeah, definitely. Before we move on, I think one last thing that maybe you should consider is your environment. So often, I know that this person in particular struggles with snacking at work, like eating sugary sweets at work, because it's so common for officers to just be like, look, donuts, look, cookies, like go to the tea room and get all of these delicious things, right?
0: I've noticed that a lot being in the city and uh, obviously starting to be around a few other businesses and big businesses that have hundred plus employees. And yeah, the tea room is crazy. Yeah. And the cakes and the sweets and all that sort of stuff, honestly, it's hard.
1: Yeah, so and it's hard for you, for Jack. Mm. It's hard for Jack. Yeah. So know that it, like it's normal to still struggle with yeah. this, regardless of where you are on your journey. But just try and control your environment as much as you can. Like mm. obviously, if your tea room's full of stuff, you can't just be like to the boss, throw it all in the bin because I'm trying to lose weight over mm. here. Um, just like avoid the tea room if you can. Go when you are not hungry to the tea room. You can your home and your car and the other spaces that are fully in your control remember they are fully in your control. You choose what to bring into your home. So if you can go to the supermarket when you're not hungry and just don't buy a lot of the stuff that you know, like, oh, just buy this to have like one biscuit a day. And if you know that you're gonna eat the whole packet, don't buy it, okay? But if you know that having one biscuit a day and that's the one thing you're going to eat, like we do that with dark chocolate, right, Mm. usually, we have one piece of, or two pieces of dark chocolate a day and that's just like our sweet quota. If you can find a food that you can control yourself around but it's still sweet and it's still gonna satisfy your craving, that's also a great thing to try. Mm. Yeah? Yep. That's it for that, you think?
0: Um, I was gonna say more, but make sure you tune in to the next episode. Uh, just gonna talk about willpower a little bit and cause I gave a story in last week's episode about walking past a burger mm. place and not eating all the burgers I wanted but I'll leave it there. Just make sure you tune in to the next episode because I'm going to talk more about that and how to actually build on willpower. Okay. And get stronger at it.
1: Cool. Number three, can you provide tips for incorporating exercise into a busy schedule, especially considering I have a very sanitary job?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Go, what's your number one tip?
0: There is no minimum. Like anything is going to be good. So, oh. <laughs> um, don't, everybody's like, oh, I can only go there to the gym for ten minutes. Um, it's not worth going. It is worth going. Any anything is worth it. It's like you've just got to start moving more. So whether that is you've got an opportunity to take the lift or the stairs, you take the stairs. If you've got an opportunity to walk to the coffee shop or get a um, I don't know, Uber or something to the coffee shop, you walk. Like it's just adding in. And yes, we're all busy. We all have the same amount of time. It's just the choices you make. So if, if it's a 10-minute walk, do a phone call or something, or listen to a podcast, or do something productive on that walk to make it just not just a walk. So if you're that strapped for time, but just move more is all I'm gonna say. Like everybody can move more. Um, even if it's just like getting up and out of your chair every five times, every half an hour. Literally, that's probably going to take 10 seconds. If you yeah. st- stand up out of your chair now, you guys follow along at home, sit back down, do it five times, and pr- literally probably 10 seconds. So if you did 10 seconds every half an hour, that would be a huge improvement. But everybody's like, oh, it's only five every half an hour. It's annoying. But that would add up to quite a lot over a day, over a week, over a month. Mm. That is a lot of movement. But it's, again, it's so minimal. Everybody's like, nah, it's not, it won't work. It's not, it's not much but it is a lot. Yeah. So, um, first tip is just move more and there's no minimum. Just do anything, like a tiny little bit, move. Um, I don't care what it is. <laughs> Drink more water so you go to the toilet more.
1: Yeah, I do that a lot. Yeah. I have extreme, an extremely sedentary life these days because of work and uni. I literally sit down the mm. whole day, right? So the thing that I recently, that I have been using the most and cause Jack is working in the gym mostly. So he's on his feet all day, like it's beneficial, yeah. right? And then I'm at home mostly by myself. So I try my hardest, I, I try to, I work in blocks firstly. So I have four blocks a day. Block one is like usually 7.30 till like 9.30 or 10.30. And I try to do some sort of exercise before block one starts. So I take the dogs for a walk. Then once it finishes, I don't usually go out because it's only 10.30, but I do either a dance break (laughs) while I make my second coffee or I just do like 50 star jumps. Mm. I'm not even kidding, 50 star jumps. And it makes me so much more focused for the next block, right? And like, yeah, it's, it's a big bout of sitting, but I also do get up to pee like 100 times in that block. But just like actually getting the blood Pumping through my body by doing like a bunch of star jumps like I'll start and I'll be I'll get like five and I'm like Ugh, I'll just I'll just sit down but then I keep going and I feel more energized and awake and like I'm ready to start the next block again um and then obviously we have dogs so I have to go out at lunchtime for a walk anyway and then but yeah I just if you think of things in blocks for me personally it it's very beneficial I don't know I feel like I have something to work towards it breaks it up it allows me to focus again
0: Mm. Yeah. Mac has been sharing her schedule on social media for a bit, so if you want tips, make sure you follow her and just follow along on the stories. Um, so this question has come up, not this exact question, but I think it goes into this question, and it's probably the same thought process of the person that asks this question. I get a lot when I'm PT. Everybody's like, oh, so... Is it beneficial to come in for 40 minutes or break it up over 20 minutes over the day? Or mm. it is much more beneficial to break it up. Everybody puts so much emphasis on the workout itself. And I know this person, I don't know the person, but I know the question because it happens all the time. They're like, well, if I go to the gym, what's the most beneficial thing I can do in that half an hour? Yeah. And it's, there's anything in that half an hour is beneficial, don't care what you do. You go into the gym, you're moving, it's beneficial. It's not whether it's hit or strength training or this or that. Whatever you do, go to the gym for half an hour, work out, doesn't matter what you do, but it's more important what you do throughout the day. Everybody's like, well, I did this hard 30-minute workout, HIIT workout, it absolutely ruined me, I'm good for the rest of the day, and mm. you're not. You've got to move, like put more effort into moving throughout the day than that little 30-minute block, because um, I know that's where this person was going, so I just wanted to get that in there as well.
1: Yeah, and I think, If you are a busy person and you do feel like you have a busy schedule and even you struggle to make it to the gym for a 45-minute session even or you feel like you struggle to get a 20-minute walk in I cannot recommend enough that you time block just every time I say it to someone or a client they're like Ugh, what like it's not it's not over the top it's not crazy because Just do it, all you have to do is do it for a week and you'll see how much time, one, that you waste, how much time, two, that you probably just sit on social media and then it'll just allow you to condense things so that you have more time in the morning or at the end of the day or on your lunch break, right? Because that's why I use blocks. So I try to do things that are all, like it's obviously harder if you work a nine to five, but it's still doable, right? Mm. Like I try to do things that are all similar, like I guess, brain pathway in one block so like i'll listen to a lecture and then write notes for that lecture for two hours and then like condensing it all together then i can change to a different like sort of modality for my brain and chunk it together rather than like writing a to-do list and doing this and then changing to this and then changing to this Mm. you just waste a lot of time in between sort of switching what you're doing so if you just write down every single thing that you do From 6am till 8pm, I have no doubt that you'll find more time to Hmm. exercise and walk and and do whatever.
0: Mac is working on some sort of project to help you with that time blocking thing. So maybe a little while off, but make sure you stay tuned.
1: It's very exciting. Next. Okay. How can I establish a morning routine that sets a positive tone for the rest of the day and helps with my energy levels? Hmm. Fantastic question.
0: Great question. Mm. You want to go first? No, I feel like you're the...
1: (laughs) I'm the energetic one in the morning? Yeah. Mostly? Um, Okay, my biggest, 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 number one thing that I'm sure you've heard us say a million times is get up at the same time every single day. I don't care if it's Sunday. Just get up. It just... I cannot emphasize how much it makes a difference for the rest of your week by maintaining your wake times and your sleep times. But I think wake times is more important. If you can get up at the same time every single day, eventually, it will take a little while, but eventually you'll just wake up. Like now, I cannot help but just wake up at 5.30. I'm just awake and I just feel ready to get out of bed because we've been here for three months, so I've been getting up at 5.30 for three months now. And now it's just like it feels better for me to get up at 5.30 than it does for me to sleep an extra hour for the sake of sleeping an extra hour, right? The second thing I think is to just get cold. Like I get cold because I have to go outside in Melbourne weather at 5.30 with the dogs, (laughs) but you can just get in a cold shower, right? Mm. And that's like the best thing to wake you up.
0: A lot of sleep products these days, whether it's air conditioning, chilly beds, like actual devices that go on your bed to keep it warm or cold. A lot of them, you set the set a time that you want to wake up and will actually cool the room or cool the bed that actually look, helps your body wake up. So yep. when it starts to cool down, your body heats up and that wakes your body up. Uh, obviously it's the opposite for night time, but yeah, just getting, that's a great point. I, I like to have a cold shower in the morning because yep. just sort of wakes you up and gets you going.
1: Yeah. So my specific, let's go the first hour of my day, wake up at 5.30, feed the dogs, have a shower, because I just really like also getting in the shower when I'm sleepy, because mm. there's nothing to distract me. I don't know, it's just like a very nice...
0: Yeah, and just on that, it doesn't have to be an nice cold shower. No. It can be just a warm, cold, warmy shower, like just in the middle there. It doesn't have to be hot, doesn't have to be cold. It just You can just have it in the middle. Yeah. Like just enough to just be... Waking. Put you in a
1: different state, really. Yeah. That's what you're trying yeah. to do. Um, take the dogs out come back, listen to a playlist that I've curated called Main Character to get me in a very good mood while I get ready for the day. Like, have a dance if you if you like to dance. Jack really doesn't and it really bothers me. but <laughs> um, Because, I don't know, I just forgot about music for the longest time because I'm so... I feel like I'm very analytical. So I'm like, get up, get ready, work immediately mm. or be productive immediately, which is great. But also... It just puts me kind of in, like a, in more of an introverted mood for the rest of the day. So yes, I like to listen to music while I get ready and then I make a coffee and start work. So that is my first hour. Pretty boring, really, but nothing fancy about it. And that just pretty much allows me to work from like 6.30 till usually 3.30, 4.00 when we go for a walk with the dogs. Mm. 4.35. Yeah, it depends. But that's my... Tip, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I guess, I don't know. Also, you have to just play around with what works for you. Obviously, like some people work nine to five. Some people start early. Some people start later. Yeah.
0: I was going to say that. Yeah, just play around with it. Like, the easiest thing you can do is wake up and just jump straight in the shower. It's not much effort. You're just getting in the shower. Everybody has a shower, should have a shower in their house. So (laughs) there's no reason why people can't do it. Um, I reckon just start with that and then... Go for food or whatever obviously delaying your coffee is a big thing as well yeah yeah
1: um you can listen to our. if you listen to our whole sleep episode i'm pretty sure i went through all of the things you can do in the morning to have more energy and focus right yeah which was only like four three or four episodes back okay question number five what are some underrated superfoods that can enhance overall well-being and support a healthy diet we never talk about superfoods. I think that superfoods are BS.
0: I was going to say. Say, I was thought you were going to go. Oh, this is <laughs> <laughs> like, what the
1: fuck? Do they know you? <laughs>
0: um, yes, superfood is just advertising. Yes, we, I think we spoke. We spoke about this ages ago on the podcast. How superfood is literally just a way to sell more products. There's no such thing as a superfood. There's no. Like, but sure
1: some foods have vi- specific vitamins and minerals and antioxidants, mm. but that doesn't make like a banana any better than an apple. Yeah. They just have different things. Yeah. So you shouldn't just focus on eating the ones that are high in antioxidants or vitamin K because someone said that vitamin K is important because whatever the other food has that has vitamin B12 is also important. Mm. You need all of the vitamins and minerals, not just the, the super ones. Yeah. Super, in yeah, I was going to say <laughs> a
0: good example I like to use is oranges. Everybody goes, oh, I need more vitamin C, so I'm going to eat oranges. Where broccoli has more vitamin C. than Kiwi oranges.
1: has way more vitamin C.
0: But not to say don't eat oranges. It's just like if your goal is vitamin C, then there's other there's better choices. Not that they're super. It's just it's a better option because there's more vitamin C in it. Yeah. But then there's other things in oranges that the other foods don't have. Um, yeah. But there, I I guess. There's a couple of foods that a lot of people don't eat that I've realized that having conversations again in person, all that sort of stuff, that I think people should have. And the first one that comes to my mind is sprouts. Mm. So there's a lot of, again, if your goal is to get as much nutrients and minerals and vitamins into your diet as possible, sprouts are a great source of that. Not a superfood, but just the density of all those things in the sprouts is higher than other foods so by having those you're just making sure you're getting a big dose of it so you don't have to eat all this other stuff yeah so bean sprouts alfalfa
1: sprouts there's probably a few others
0: broccoli sprouts don't we don't get them too often they're not very common here but that anything that sprouts yeah um just really good for you big I guess, cheap. Yeah,
1: relatively cheap.
0: how much you're getting out of it. Um, what else would you say? That's super. <laughs> you could put in the super category. Um, cacao powder, it, c- what do we have? Yeah. Yeah, cacao powder. Um, I like to have a lot of magnesium in my diet because of cramps and all that sort of stuff. Mm. I get really bad muscle cramps, so magnesium powder. Ah, magnesium powder cacao powder has a decent amount of magnesium in it so you can have it in a hot chocolate yes you could get a magnesium powder that is higher but what do you have it with and they're usually pretty disgusting have yeah. drink so again it's not a superfood as such but it's just a good way to get extra stuff in um, you can you put it sprinkle it on hot chocolates or other foods to make it tastier um,
1: Mm. I would, I like, I don't think there's anything special about any specific yeah. fruits and vegetables. No. Like, they're all special in their own unique way, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, and I guess the quality matters. Like, somebody might say, yeah, the orange is a superfood, but whether that orange come from, whether it's organic, whether it's not, whether it's sprayed, all that sort of stuff comes into a play a little bit as well, so you do get what you pay for. Yeah. You can't just hear somebody say, you know, a kiwi fruit is... Uh, superfood but then you know also where's it coming from so has it been frozen for three months while well, it gets shipped to the company uh, country yeah so all that sort of stuff comes in as well cool
1: okay number six in is intermittent fasting an effective weight loss strategy and are there any potential drawbacks or considerations to keep in mind
0: yes and yes <laughs> no yes um, so intermittent fasting's got a better wrap than it actually deserves for weight loss. If you dive into all the studies done, it's done on obese people. Mm -hmm. So yes, intermittent fasting is very effective if you're in the obese category. Um, But then what happens is people, general people throughout the day go, yeah, intermittent fasting works, look at this study, but they don't actually read the study, they just read the first little bit and it just gets more credibility than it's actually worth. I don't know. I'd say try it. If you like it, yeah, go for it. But again, a lot of people just end up starving themselves. Yeah. And yes, if you starve yourself, no matter like whether you're intermittent fasting or not, if you're starving yourself, you're going to lose weight. So it doesn't matter if you've got a six-hour eating window or a 12-hour eating window. Mm. If you're starving yourself, you're going to lose weight.
1: Yeah. Like, I think it's... like I don't know. It was we did it for a long time right but very poorly when we did it um i feel like it goes through phases like it gets very hyped up and then all of a sudden everyone's like no and then it gets very hyped up again but like you said it's each to their own if you once you start eating you just progressively and constantly eat throughout the day and that's the problem like yeah delaying your first meal could be beneficial because it's like in your mind you've set a rule i can't have a muffin with my coffee on the way to work because I'm waiting until 11 or 12 to eat. But also, I don't know, like, personally, I don't rate it because I did it for so long and it really, really ruined my stomach Mm. because I was drinking black coffee on an empty stomach and I was exercising on an empty stomach. It really messed with my hormones, my sleep, everything. Like, it messed me up pretty bad. I had to go see a doctor and a naturopath and a... All of these people to try and help me fix my gut health, which like, affected my skin, my mood, my energy, my hair, everything. Um, but that's not to say that you shouldn't no one should ever fast. I just, did it, I just did it wrong, to be honest. Now I guess I do it not intentionally, but in the way that I don't wait until lunchtime to have it. everyone fast, right? because we don't eat when we sleep. So we all fast to a certain extent. So I think that if you struggle with eating just stuff, like because for the sake of eating, it might be a good tool. But also if you're a woman, be very, very, very careful with fasting because it can really mess with your hormones and then mess with your cycle and then also will just stop you from being able to lose weight. If you don't have a healthy menstrual cycle, then it's going to be nearly impossible for you to lose weight anyway. So mm. there's just a lot of things to consider. Yeah. Right? It's very individual.
0: Um, yeah, so to carry on the two more points. Again, this is just a general conversations that I have around fasting and a lot of the comments from um, clients. Uh, A lot of people don't know what it's like to actually be hungry.
1: Yeah, true.
0: So people, and when people get hungry, they freak the fuck out.
1: They're (laughs) like,
0: I'm hungry. I need to eat food, I'm gonna die. You're not gonna die, but you can last several days without food. Uh, So I like it in the sense uh, for some people that have, you know, that urge to just keep eating and eating and eating to, yes, don't eat until 12 in the morning and they get hungry and they like just being okay with that feeling of being hungry because yeah. a lot of people don't know what it's like because food is an abundance now. Yeah. There's, you can literally just sit here on your phone and order food and <laughs> right. it gets brought to you. So um, it's good in that sense for people to understand what it's actually like to be hungry and it is okay to have those hunger feelings. Um, What's on the other side of things, when people start fasting, they don't have an understanding of basic nutrition. Mm. So getting enough protein, eating the right foods, all that sort of stuff. So yes, they'll fast and they've got this six hour eating window, but the food that they eat within that six hours is absolutely useless. So like you said, especially for women, you've you've got to dial that in because you've only got six hours to get enough nutrients and fuel for your body to function. So if you're not doing that properly, you're just going downhill. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't work for a lot of people. And a lot of people give up on it because they're doing it wrong and they don't have that basic understanding of nutrition. So you need to go in into it with a decent understanding or some guidance on it. You can't just go in and just like, I'm fasting now, things are just gonna change completely. You still have to have that understanding of what your body actually needs to function properly so you can make sure you get it in within that six-hour window or whatever your window is.
1: Yeah. And if you're eating, if you're trying to fast for weight loss, you you have to make sure you're in a calorie deficit. Yeah. You should have started that's, with that. Yeah,
0: that goes into that whole thing, yeah. <laughs> Right?
1: Yeah. Because, like, sure, you can shorten your eating window, but if you're still eating in a calorie surplus and you're not going to lose weight, you're just eating a lot of food in a short amount of time. Mm. So... Like just, just eating in a short amount of time doesn't equal weight loss yeah. at all. It's uh, a calorie deficit that equals weight loss.
0: Yeah, a So of,
1: fasting is just a tool to help you eat less calories, right?
0: A lot of people starve themselves and go, well, I've starved myself, I'm good, I can go out and have a burger, beer, chips, and all that sort of stuff, and just blow out the calories. Yeah, And it's like you've just eaten the same amount of calories as you would in a normal day. You
1: just starved yourself. Number seven, what are the most common mistakes people make when starting a new fitness regime and how can I avoid making them? Mm. Mm.
0: (laughs) Too much, too soon. Yeah. Um, um, That's pretty much gonna cover everything. Don't feel like you have to do everything at once, add a little bit in and just keep building from there. Everybody's like, I'm starting my diet Monday, I'm gonna eat as little as possible and exercise as much as possible and by Wednesday they're starving, they're upset, they hate the world. don't want to do anymore understandable just um i was actually having this same conversation with a client about his brother and i said oh like forget about the nutrition forget about everything else just start doing some sort of exercise Uh, start walking every single day for 30 minutes do something for 30 minutes every single day just build that habit of anything it can literally just be walking around a block for 30 minutes or thereabouts i don't care just start little and build from there and then once that is a habit, add in another one. And you don't, even, don't worry, even worry about nutrition yet. You could just go to bed at the same time every night. Mm. Then once that's a habit, you could wake up at the same time every morning. Like, don't feel like you have to do everything at once, just a little bit at a time. Make it super simple. What did you say in the last part? Make it so easy that you...
1: It feels silly to not do it. Yeah. Right? Say so it from the start. If, <laughs> you have to make the habit so simple that it feels silly for you to not achieve it.
0: Mm. A like, lot of, so simple. Yeah, a lot of people actually wrote in and commented about that and it and it, it is that simple, right?
1: Yeah, Do that. Yep. So simple. Um, do you think that answers that question? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Last one, let's do the last question. Okay, so what are some effective ways for me to manage my stress? I am trying to work on diet, exercise, I work a lot and I don't want to become burnt out. Mm. So burnout is, I feel like very trendy at the minute. It was very trendy like around COVID time, right? Burnout. Yeah. Do you feel, you feel familiar with it, right? So to clarify for anyone that doesn't know, burnout is just like, I guess when you get to a point, you work so much that you get to a point where you're just completely mentally, physically drained and exhausted. Right, And you don't have any motivation, creativity, enthusiasm for anything anymore. And I think it happens, like, you know, a lot of people ask me how do you not burn out with my, I post my schedule and everyone's like, you're going to burn out. How have you not burnt out? You, why you, like, how do you not burn out? I think that the, the biggest thing that you can do to avoid burnout when you're trying to fit everything in, like when you're trying to make sure you eat well that involves grocery shopping, that involves cooking, that involves preparing your food. When you're trying to exercise, that might involve walking, going to the gym, I don't know, buying protein powder, making sure you have enough protein. There's so many things that are involved in having a balanced, quote unquote, balanced lifestyle. So I think that the common answer would be to make sure you prioritise self-care, which kind of gives me the ick a little bit, Mm. so let me elaborate. Self-care doesn't have to mean having a bubble bath. I am the biggest advocate for this. Self-care does not have to mean watching Netflix for six hours. Self-care might mean that you need to get your shit together and go and buy fresh fruits and vegetables so that you eat well for the week. That's the same self-care as binging Netflix, right? It might be that you just need to spend an extra hour at work on Thursday night or whenever so that you don't have to do overtime on Friday night and you can go out and meet friends for a movie or something. Like there's just so many different forms of self-care that aren't just sitting on the couch and doing nothing, right? Sometimes self-care is just getting stuff done now that your future self will thank you for. And I think thinking about it like that helps you avoid burnout because you don't, like if you think you're gonna burn out, you're going to burn out. It's as simple as that, okay? You can avoid it if you just manage your time and yourself. Like you are in control of yourself, so manage it. I also think the other thing that helps me not quote unquote burn out is when I am going to relax or do no work, I label it as that, right? Mm. So, A lot of the time, like if I start to feel like I'm getting tired and bored, not bored, exhausted with the things that I'm doing, instead of procrastinating and scrolling social media for three hours and not really having an intentional rest and then feeling guilty for not resting, I say, okay, I'm feeling like crap, I'm tired, I think that I need a break and I say for the next hour, I'm going to do nothing, right? or for Sunday this week, I'm not going to do any work. And when you intentionally don't do any work, it's much more beneficial than you just being like, oh, I've got to do that, I've got to do this, because you're not resting, but you're not working either, right? You're just like in this weird middle ground, so you get no benefit from it. So I think two things from that whole enormous rant. (laughs) Um, One, self-care doesn't have to be bubble baths, and two, label your rest days or time don't just sit in the middle ground and waste your time I think time blocking also helps with that Mm. do you have anything to say
0: (laughs) good question to end on I think we're just both going to rant on this so um, burnout is just a mindset like you said it it is a mindset and that's the way you view things and you might get to the point where you don't want to do the thing that you're doing anymore because you've done it so much and you don't want to do it anymore. And that's okay. Like you can have a break from doing things that you you thought you wanted to do and just take a break and go back to it. A lot of people think, oh, you know, again, it's the whole hustle culture thing and you need to do it until you, you know, drop basically or whatever it is. And yes, you do need to work hard. Yes, you need to put effort into things to see results. You can't just half-ass it and just, you know, do it at 50% pace and expect 100% of the results. It just doesn't happen like that. So it's definitely a mindset. This actually came up a client the other day, and I was saying how much I've been working, and he's like, Oh, I can't believe you get up so early because PT life, it's early mornings, mm. late afternoons, evenings, I should say. Uh, so it's just a different way of working. And he's like, Oh, how do you not burn out? I'm like, It's your mindset going into it. So I want to do it, I enjoy it, it's what I want to do. But PTing, taking classes, doing exercise, all that sort of stuff is very extroverted, I'm an introvert, so it does take a lot more energy for me to go and do those things. Yeah. So I do need to be mindful of that. But like I said, it's not the fact that, all right, um, I'm gonna do self care and sit on the couch and do nothing. Like you need to prepare for those times. And that's what a lot of people don't do. Like they will burn out and then go, okay, I'm just going to sit on the couch for six hours and watch Netflix. Yeah. That's going to help you recover. It's going to get your mind off things. And you're going to feel like you're going to want to get back into it, but you're going to keep burning out because like you said, you're not going to have the food there for you Mm. to fuel yourself properly. Food is very important for your brain function. The better the food, the better your brain functions. That is how it works. So in those six hours, yeah, I might sit down and watch a movie, but the rest of it is preparing for those times. making sure I have the right food in the house, going out for a walk, doing some exercise. Like some, like everybody thinks, oh PT, you're in the gym all the time, you must be able to exercise all the time. But no, I don't. Like, <laughs> You just don't get the time and you burn out. So you need to get that exercise in when you can. So it's not, because I know exercise is very very beneficial for your body and your overall health. So I know that one workout is gonna help me achieve more the next day. Yeah. So it's not just sitting down, it's being proactive and doing things so you can prepare for that time, because you know that, yeah. Here,
1: let's do a real life example to finish off, right? This week we both had a very big week of uni work social events. And yesterday we, after Jack finished his shift, we did a sauna and I was exhausted. Were you exhausted? Mm. <laughs> so we sauntered. we decided on the snack we were gonna go buy to watch a movie so we planned it out right we didn't just like oh let's just watch three movies for the afternoon we went we sauntered, we went and bought a snack we had like a good lunch before we snacked right Mm. so like we had like a chicken salad wrap and then we made popcorn and we had some chocolate on its chocolate business which were very disappointing (laughs) but anyway we persevered so we made a snack we chose a movie and we sat down and we intentionally watched a movie together ate a snack and to be honest, by the time the movie was done, I was like, okay, I'm completely recovered. Like, mm. I could do, I could go back to work now, or I could go do something now because we're like, this is the time where we're just going to lay here like vegetables and eat whatever we want, and that was enough because we intentionally did it. We knew what we were doing. Um, we focused on like the time, the moment we were doing it, and then that was enough to feel like we had rested and. Self-cared,
0: <laughs> I know, but I know right? a lot, what a lot of people are going to say is like, "Oh, you just plan, 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 and you're planning this," and everybody's like, "You just burn out from planning so much." But it actually gives you more peace of mind because you're not just going from moment to moment, going, "Okay, what's next?" Oh, my. well, you're the, still
1: planning, right? You're just planning in the moment. You can't we we you can't avoid planning. Yeah. No matter what we are planning, like, what are you going to do in the next three minutes? You you have to plan that, mm. like.
0: But a lot of yeah. people are just like oh just sit there and then okay i'll just watch a movie and not think about the next things coming up and coming up and coming up but if you plan ahead then a lot of le- there's less stress on your life yeah, there's so a lot less hassle there's a lot less tension because you know what's coming up you plan for it so it's not like you you know it gets to three o'clock and you've got this meeting or this thing and it's like oh shit now i've got to go do this and yeah. this and this you plan for it you've got everything sorted you just go there and you get it done so it, you don't have to stress about it. So yes, planning can be overwhelming and thinking about the future and just writing things out or having a calendar, making sure everything's in place, but it just helps you, your brain just understand and not stress about the things coming up because it's, you've done all the planning, you've done all the stressing, it's done. Mm. You just go there and do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Planning, man.
0: All right, obviously, if you've lasted this long, you've enjoyed the podcast, so make sure you share it with a friend or family member. Just copy the show show link, it takes two to five seconds to send it to them and say, listen to this. Um, I'm gonna break this up into little segments, so you can just send one question. So they might have the same question, you can just go, listen to this, sorted. You help them, they appreciate you and we appreciate you for sharing it, so.
1: It's a win, win, win.
0: Everybody wins. All right, thanks again, everybody, and we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye.